Welcome to Rising Stars, where Miriam Knight, publisher of New Consciousness Review, interviews exciting new voices in the world of progressive and transformational books, films, and ideas who offer intriguing perspectives on life, the universe, and everything in between. Join us as we celebrate the conscious awakening and explore many expressions of consciousness in action. Rising Stars. I'm Miriam Knight, and our guest today is Zen Cryar de Brook. She's an internationally renowned teacher, speaker, and coach whose programs have helped people all over the world transform their personal and business lives for the better. She has just come out with a new book called Your Inner GPS Follow Your Internal Guidance to Optimal Health, Happiness, and Satisfaction. Welcome, Zen. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you because it's not every day that we talk about an internal guidance system. What do you mean by the internal GPS? What is it? Well, it's a sensation producing system that we all have in our bodies. We're born with it. And we've been feeling it our whole lives. It's in between, it resides between the throat and the solar plex area where the ribs come together. And there's an expansion and contraction happening in relationship to what we're thinking. And it lets us know if our thoughts are on track and taking us in the direction we want to go or off track and taking us away from what we want to be doing and ha- will create happiness in our lives. Well, you have certainly proved its efficacy in your own life. What led you to the concept? I got a cassette tape back in the early 90s. Um, from a teacher by the name of Abraham Hicks, and they spoke of an internal guidance system and gave a very brief description of how important it is to follow it in order to create the life you really want that's in alignment with your purpose and your passion and your dreams. And I got so excited because I knew that I had felt it before and been successful. And I had also felt it before when I was being guided, when I was, my thoughts were guiding me away from what I wanted. And I associated it with like a self-sabotage feeling in my body. I knew that when I had this certain feeling, things were not going to go right in the situation I was in, but I had no way of knowing how to stop that, you know, from happening. And it was very frustrating. So when I heard this, it gave me a whole new lease on life. And, and I actually began looking quite extensively for more information on how to use it. Mm-hmm. And I assume it was a process of trial and error to discover uh, how to connect with it. Yeah, it took me about eight years of ex- really journaling my experiences uh, this, and, and finding what, what's interesting is, is when you have a thought and you begin playing with your thoughts and feeling these sensations in your body, which the sensations I, are, I call open and closed, and there's also a neutral. And the closed sensation really feels like stress, anxiety, worry, fear. In fact, I've come to believe now after st- doing this for over 23 years that we have miscategorized in our lives stress, worry, fear, even frustration, anxiety, uh, overwhelm, these, these things that we name that are quite debilitating at times for, for many of us when we get into high-pressure situations, that's actually a form of guidance that what you're thinking is not true and not in alignment. And so over the course of the years, I found that um, it's accurate. It's 
so incredibly accurate that even our mind can't comprehend where this guidance is coming from, the things that it knows. And when you feel this opening sensation, which feels like confidence or a deep wisdom or a knowing, feels almost like an energetic flow. And we have these people talk about this in many, many texts that we have and books out there. This has been mentioned for, for eons, really, truly, that this is a, a form of guidance, but we're just really tapping into it. And if, I find it very interesting because the six leading causes of death here in the United States, each one of them has the top five, one of the top five factors as being stress. And, and if we can shift this debilitating experience we're having and really learn to play with our minds and move it into the direction of the opening experience, I think that we're going to create a new level of health and wisdom in each of us. One of the points you make in your book is that stress really comes from your thoughts. And yes. you can change your thoughts. Yes, exactly. In fact, um, the stress that I'm talking about and the way that it, it literally starts as a thought in the mind that creates a biochemical reaction in the physical body, which shows up as stress. Our hormones get released, the adrenaline that gets released, the nervous system gets amped up, which creates this kind of chemical experience inside of our body, which is where the actual ill health comes from when doctors are talking about stress. And the interesting thing that I've found in studying stress is that really the medical community doesn't understand what causes stress. And the reason is, is because it's unique to each individual person. What may stretch, stress you out, Miriam, may not have any stressful effect, effect on me whatever at all. Mm -hmm. So where I may become stressed, where I think that somebody may not like me or disapproves of me, you, you may not care about that at all. And you may have stress around finances or your children, for, for instance. So it's a very unique thing. And the, getting to know this particular system um, allows you to get to know your own stress factors and themes because there's themes that run through our lives habitually over and over that our mind produces. And here's the most fascinating thing. I find that when you use the internal guidance system or IGS, I call it for short, you can begin to repattern your brain. You actually can literally create new neural pathways away from your stress themes and into a more relaxed moment of ease that becomes your normal state of being. By using the system. Now there is a, an almost counterintuitive interpretation of the meaning of opening and closing. Can you share that with us? Yeah, I'd love to. It's such a good point. Most people uh, that I've worked with, uh, out of thousands of thousands of people, they have the the experience backwards. So they'll be in a situation and they'll begin to feel this sick feeling in the upper you know, stomach area, the solar plexus, it feels like a rock or a churning. Or they'll get a tight anxiety flutter kind of feeling in their chest or maybe a lump in their throat. All of those are closing. However, because the mind looks at the world outside of ourselves and tries to make meaning from it, what they've come to the conclusion is, is that what's happening outside of them is causing this sensation and that this sensation is somehow intuitively uh, informing them that something is wrong or about to go wrong. And the reality is it's not the situation outside of themselves. It's the way their mind is thinking about it. It's the meaning their mind is making about the situation that's off. And so they go to about trying to change the situation or their external experiences, and it's not very successful because they're coming from a, a foundational place that's incorrect. 
And so by realizing that and shifting it to, sh to change the thought about the situation, they then can create the ease inside of their body. And that ease is permanent. And it creates a much more powerful experience for them being able to have an effect on their own life towards a positive. Now, you had a, a, a very clever way of, of leading people into understanding this concept because it's not an easy concept to take on board um, that you, you had them make lists and, and uh, you know, go down the, the worst case scenarios and then go back up the best case scenarios. Um, how did you actually come into an understanding of the importance of, I guess you would call it taming your mind, taming your thoughts, or, or, or really delving, using this tool to delve into the real um, options open to you? Yeah. Um, I think that the biggest thing for me was when I began doing this research on myself, I quickly came to the realization that I'm quite schizophrenic, and I don't mean medically so. Just my mind would go all over the map, and I realized I had very little control of my thoughts. And it was almost as if my mind could hijack me into a uh, stressful or minorly hysterical state about different topics and become quite obsessive. And I suddenly realized that this was my mind was the problem. It wasn't really necessarily what was going on outside of me or my heart, so to speak. You know, I know this is, I'm talking about the heart differently from the internal guidance system, but I could have the biggest, greatest heart in the world wanting to do my best or, or, you know, treat people kindly or all the different things that our, our compassionate and our loving hearts have. And our mind would just take me for a ride and, and, and override that part of myself. So in the exercises, which the book has over 20 practices that help you understand your mind, how your mind works, what are the ways in which you can get control in, of the, your mental process so that you can focus your IG, the way your IGS wants you to go. Um, these are all practices that I set up for myself to be able to work with this crazy thing that's living inside of my head. <laughs> Do you, maybe you, you know, I'm like, well, it's really, truly crazy thing. I'm crazy up there and I, it's ridiculous. Um, and, and, and then, and I would think that I would conquer it. And 20 minutes later, I'm right back where I started from. And so I really had to create these practices and make them simple because the mind is complex. So you don't want to have a complex system to work with it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it really helped me stay sane and re really recover who I am truly at my core. That is so cool. Uh, you also described the positive feedback loop when you get an opening sensation to a thought. And, and you say that it actually reprograms your mind. I guess it, we can reprogram our mind for good or for, for worse. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I have an interesting story I'd love to share with you about that. Um, we have about mind. 30 seconds before the break, but go, Ooh, go for it. We'll just tantalizing. Okay. I, I have a little bit longer story <laughs> than that, but I'll give you a tantalizing story of how I got myself into $1.2 million of personally secured debt by the age of 30 and how I used my internal guidance system to get out of that um, and why I got into it in the first place. So I think it would be really fun to leave your listeners with a, a, a good, tasty little treat to come back to. That's pretty <laughs> impressive that you've managed. Yeah. <laughs> 
personally secured debt. Yes, I think. Yes, that's a lot. So um, it, it's fun. We'll, we'll, I can't wait to share it with you. Well, I can't wait to hear it. We are speaking with Zen Cryer DeBrook about her book, Your Inner GPS. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The future of Internet radio is here. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. As difficult as it is to believe, there are places in Africa where human traffickers sell albino children and their body parts for use in magic rituals. Humanity Healing International is actively working in Uganda to change this paradigm. The Albino Rescue Project finds albino children who are at risk and places them in safe schools and environments where they can learn and grow free from fear. To learn more or to sponsor a child, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. This is Terry Van Horn, and I want to invite you to join me for my weekly radio show, Healing Light, on Ohm Times Radio, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Healing Light, we want to bring love, light, and blessings into your world. You can find out more about us at www.healinglightonline.com. Blessings. The name is Bond. James Bond. No, the name is Joe. The Joe Show. And we are returning back for our ninth season here on Old Times Radio. So tune in every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, on oldtimes.com slash mobile. You can take us wherever you go. Yeah! Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Ohm Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. I'm speaking with Zenderbrook about your inner GPS, or as we more familiarly call it, couldn't wrap my tongue around that, your IGS, your inner GPS. So, Zen, we left our listeners hanging with the tale of your one point something million in, unsec- in personally secured debt. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, I was very, very lucky um, that I got to be a part of the internet movement back as early as 1996, one of the first web design firms in San Francisco. And we grew quite rapidly. And I followed my internal guidance system all along the way as a CEO of the company. And everything was going really well. And I suddenly started getting closings that they were going to continue to go well and openings that there was um, a a challenging time coming. So we expanded into London, and I got our, into Fortune 500 companies, which I thought would be stable. And what ended up happening is we needed to move our office. We had grown too large, and we couldn't wait it out anymore. So I had to borrow and create capital in order to get into a new space with 
equipment. And I did it on my reputation and my business sense, um, along with my partners that were had started with me. And when the market crash happened, we were expanding. And if um, and in the midst of all of that, um, we when the crash occurred, then what would happen is I we got left holding the bag. And I went into a very dark place because I had followed my internal guidance system. And what occurred for me was that I started feeling like a failure, which was very closing. And when you have a deep, deep closing in your IGS, it works very much like a compass where you get a, the, the more extreme feeling of closing or open you get, the more you know you're on track. Kind of like the hot, cold game. Did you ever play the hot, cold game when you were a kid? Mm -hmm, sure. You know, you're trying to find an object. Well, it, it works very much like that in our body in relationship to our thoughts. So I had this deep closing about being a failure, never being able to get out of this. I was washed up at 30, <laughs> you know. And um, then I had this thought one night in the middle of the night. And it was it takes a heck of a person to get themselves into $1.2 million worth of personally secured debt. And what personally secured means, it was just on my, my, my word, mm -hmm. not any house that was backing it or car. You know, some people don't realize that. And I said, it takes a heck of a person. And that's a lot of trust. And that they, just because this situation happens doesn't mean those people don't believe in you anymore. They, they believed in you through thick and thin. And that thought opened me so big in the middle of the night that I could no longer hold the thought that I was a failure or that it wasn't going to work or that I couldn't get myself out of it. And so the beauty of the whole thing for me was that created a new level of courage that was opening and it got me through the difficult times to the point where people were literally asking me that were also in tech crisis, either tell me the doctor who's giving you the prescription that you're on because <laughs> you seem to be okay and the rest of us aren't, or tell me what you're doing. And I told him, I said, I have an internal guidance system, and it's telling me that everything's going to be fine, and that actually I'm just earning my experiential MBA, and this is going to actually turn out to be one of the best things ever for me. And I started teaching people how to use it in my living room, and that's how this whole thing came about and how I moved from technology into the you know, world of personal development. Fantastic. Now, when we talk about an opening... It is the guidance system uh, telling you that this is good, this is going to happen, that th th this is true at some level. How do you think this IGS reads the future? I think it's connected to something um, way bigger than each of us. In fact, I, I think that nature here on planet Earth is already operating uh, in with this system. I think whales migrate. That's how they stay on course. I think wind plants come up out in the spring and, you know, I think everything's opening. It's going into the opening. It's, it's part of it. Like how do animals know to run to high ground before a, a tsunami comes? It's this opening experience and that we have that ability, but our mind our ego gets in the way and that we're literally at this time in our lives being called back to following this part of ourselves that gets us into alignment. It brings us into harmony. And there is this innate wisdom that we tap into when we do it. And I've had extraordinary experiences and so have my students um, in using this to where there's no other way 
that they could have had the information. And they, there was no, there was, even in following the opening in an, in an absurd, bizarre situation, they could have never guessed how it was going to come out, but it does. It comes out amazingly. I mean, I, I've, I've closed at leaving an airport that was being shut down, being told by everyone, and I had a, a, somebody with me at the time, that there was no flights out. You might as well leave. This is the Denver airport. Nope, nothing's coming in. But every time I tried to leave the airport I, and thought about leaving, I would close. And every time I thought about sitting in the airport, I would open. So we sat there for four hours, uh, feeling like a nut job, really, because they're telling us to leave, you know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. and there's nobody there. Mm -hmm. The shops are closed. And up walks a, a flight attendant, a group of flight attendants and a pilot. And they look at us and they go, where are you going? And I say, San Francisco. And they said, well, it, the weather's cleared and we're being ordered to San Francisco so that because this plane has to be there so that the San Francisco flights don't get messed up. Let's go. And they booked us on the flight and we're the only people on the airplane. <laughs> only people it's uh, kind of creepy to be honest with you because it's like woo it's a little twilight zone like but but it was amazing it was amazing and we told them the story and everybody you know learned about their IGS that was on that flight they couldn't believe it themselves and there's no way I could have predicted that and it's happened so many times and people report you know opening it money coming their way and getting a $20,000 check from a long time ago court case, you know, that, that came through out of the blue. That was like, you know, a class action lawsuit kind of thing. Stuff that you just can't even know about health. Oh my goodness. The health stories and healing stories that have come from people following their openings. So there's a deep, it's almost like a divine part of yourself that's looking out for you. And it's, it's really trying to get you to the most extraordinary place in your life every single day. And, mm -hmm. and I encourage people when they've learned to use it themselves to kind of like try to figure that out for themselves. I think it may be different for each of us. It's a very personal part of ourselves that when you experience it, you can come to your own conclusions. Does that make sense? Well, it makes total sense. Of course, you're you're in the right place for that kind of thinking. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Uh, it's... In my reading of it, it's really another term, if you will, for intuition, for divine guidance, for uh, communication, you know, with it, with the, the superconscious or whatever. Uh, it, yeah, it's all I, I kind agree. of coming to the same place. It is. I, I, I do think it's different, a little different than intuition. Mm -hmm. uh, the way that I'd love to, I love to explain that to people is. Intuition can show up very differently for different people. Some people are claircognizant, other clairaudio, audio, I'm not saying that audience. right. Mm -hmm. um, audience, thank you. You know, clairsentient, which is knowing, um, clairvoyant. So we each you can have a lot of different types of people that have a lot of different senses inside themselves to experience otherworldly information or intuitive information. But what I have found is that the internal guidance system, it works um, the exact same way for every person. I do have some people that don't feel the first exercise we do, but within a short period of time, they re they realize they are feeling it with in doing the practices. And you can use this. I have a lot of intuitive people who check, double check the information they're intuitively getting with their internal guidance system, because incredibly intuitive people, even when the information comes, the mind will grab it and try to make reason out of it. And can take the story farther than it needs to go or, you know, they can actually use their internal guidance system to be more accurate and to know what to do with the information in a more powerful way. So it's a good thing to combine with your intuitive 
uh, senses for sure. But even if you're atheist and you don't have, feel you have any intuitive ability at all, your IGS still works in relationship to your thoughts on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I like the this very close connection with the thoughts. And going back to the, the closing sensation, um, I, I just want you to reinforce the, the understanding for our listeners about what that means. Yes, and I'd love to also give them the first practice in the book because this is the best way to begin using your IGS. Anytime you feel stress, worry, fear, anxiety, frustration, or overwhelm, anytime, whether you're in traffic with a child, with whatever's going on at work, you're anyway, any way, shape, or form, you feel those things, you're closed. That's a guidance. That's closing. And so in that moment when you feel it, if you just stop, relax, take a deep breath and hold the thought over and over again like a, like a little mini mantra or meditation, I'm closed. That means what I'm thinking is not true or not going to happen. I'm closed. That means what I'm thinking. And you'll notice immediately as you say it, that means what I'm thinking is not true or not going to happen. Your body will be create a sense of ease and there's a, a peacefulness that begins to grow. And that is the opening. That's moving from the opening, I mean the closing, into the opening. And when you start doing this, and I, I recommend people take this on as a practice for a couple of weeks in their lives, you start realizing how powerfully this part of your body is in relationship to your mind and what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. And just in doing that, you'll begin to create a bond between you and your internal guidance system and shift. It really brings us into more of an observer role where we're no longer seeing ourselves as our, our mind and, and we're intertwined in it. It begins to separate that. Really, this work very quickly begins to separate you out and creates that space that's talked about where your mind is doing its own thing and you are some deeper, larger, more experienced, powerful being in the background. Mm -hmm. And when you um, have a, a, an opening, you can have an opening about a negative thought as well. Um, but what you so cleverly point out in the book is that that then prompts you to uh, explore other options. Yes, a lot. At first, people believe that this is about positive or negative thinking. Of course, you're going to make yourself feel good emotionally. But our IGS isn't our emotions. And so when, like, for instance, my mom passed away when I was in, I was in 1993. I was 23 years old. And uh, it was a very devastating thing. We were very close. But, and when I was going through grief, I would have thoughts about how amazing she was and what she gave me in my life. And I had had this expansion opening. Even though I was, it, it had this grief happening, it was this really bittersweet, beautiful experience. And then when I would hold the thought, what about me? Who's going to be there when I graduate from college or my children? And all the, I would get this, this self-pitying. Mm -hmm. I would feel this tight closing to those thoughts. And I realized that no matter how the grief was going, I could go either way in the opening and closing. It was very different. And it allowed me to just focus on the richness. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we have to take another break. We're speaking with Zenda Brook. Stay with us. We'll be right. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. 
The Pads for Schoolgirls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi everyone, this is Shay Parker, the host of Best of the Best, which airs live right here on IOM Radio every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm super excited to bring you expert guest hosts, spiritual discussions, free psychic readings, and so much more. I can promise that you will not want to miss this one-of-a-kind, fun, yet touching, down-to-earth show. Join us every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on OTRFM. This is Shay Parker, and I can't wait to see you there. My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. The best of holistic, spiritual, and conscious world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Miriam Knight speaking with Zen DeBrook about your inner GPS. Zen, your last comment about your mother put me in mind of an article that's going to appear in the summer issue of New Consciousness Review magazine, coming out June 1st, um, about the uh, two aspects of, of any situation or a situation like that with a parent. For example, a dying parent may really just need to go, be tired. And those left behind, are, are, and not to mention the medical establishment, are trying heroic measures to keep that from happening. I was wondering about the the IGS. Does does the guidance only work for what's best for you? What about the people around you? Oh, it absolutely does work beautifully for the people around you. Now, you won't you can't get any kind of information that isn't appropriate, of course. Um, everybody's on their own journey and path. However, you can get information about whether they're ready to go, um, whether it's important for you to give any last support or messages, um, really being able to just kind of assess. And, and, you know, there's a question, and I have these four powerful questions in the book. And what the first one is, is it any of my business? Because a majority, I would say 90 to 95% of what we have operating in our lives around us isn't even any of our business. We get ourselves all worked up about us over something that isn't going to happen or isn't ours to be concerned with. So oftentimes when I've had a a, a client talk to me about a parent or a child that's ill. One of the first questions we ask is, is this any of my business? 
is their process there, you know, and oftentimes we'll close, which means if you're closed, it means it's not true or it's not going to happen. So that means it's not true that it's any of their business. And, and just in releasing that and knowing that it, that what that actually means is anything that you do to contribute to that situation will create more harm than good. It won't be, it will be inappropriate. And a lot of times when you have a parent and they're in that state, it's, it's up to you to just leave them be. Now, if it is your business, you'll open. And then there's the three other questions that you can go through in order to get clarity on what to do next and to make sure you're in right alignment with any way that you may be contributing to that situation. So, yeah. And the other thing is, here's another beautiful thing. Love. It doesn't matter if the person's alive or, or, or past. You can go back and, and really ask questions of your internal guidance system about what was the truth of the situation. So if you have something hurtful that happened, oftentimes that hurtfulness will be closing thoughts that are still causing us suffering, anxiety. And you can go back and find out what the truth was and, be, and find the opening and release that pain from the past or, or, or that current thing that's happening with that person. You can get the truth. Your mind may think that they're doing something wrong by you. And you give this pain, and in, when you go in and actually dig in and assess it with your IGS, you find the opening that, that your mind is telling you a lie, that your mind is actually making meaning out of something that is not real. This sounds like the Swiss Army knife of spiritual tools. <laughs> I do think, I don't think it's the end-all be-all for everything, but I think it is an incredibly powerful tool that allows us to know the truth for ourselves and to, to step closer and closer, like peeling an onion, back to the core of who we are authentically when we come in, in, into this lifetime. It allows us to peel away anything that may have gotten added to us that's not really, truly who we are at our soul's core level. And that's its job, is to support us in that. And, it, and there's lots of other beautiful things to do to get there as well, but this is a really good one to take along with you the whole way through. Funnily enough, I was actually going to ask you the question about the four powerful questions as my next question, um, because I thought that first question in particular, is this any of my business, is something that could be so useful in everyday life. I mean, we we are born meddlers and, and we're, we're kind of drawn to having powerful opinions about everything. And if we just kind of pull back and say, is this any of my business? You know, is there anything I can actually do to help the situation? And if not, let it go. Yes. Yes, it is so awesome <laughs> of a question. <laughs> now, can this IGS work in absolutely every area of your life, like relationships or family Yes, I have not found a single area that it doesn't contribute to. It, 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 every, our thoughts really do control every aspect of who we are. Uh, our relationship with other people, our relationship to ourselves, our relationship to our body, our self-worth, our relationship to our culture and that's happening around us. Um, it helps. It can contribute to really large societal things like racial race, racism and homophobia and um, being able to decipher political situations that you're in and where you lie within the mix of it all and where you should be putting your energy and time. It, there really hasn't been a single thing that I have found that it doesn't line you up with what 
is really true for you and allow you to, there's the feeling of being open through the most of your life, because you, when you learn to use this, you are, there's such a sense of, of inner flow, wisdom, and even a sense of a new sense of self that very, I find very few people are able to hold on to throughout all the various areas of their life. And so it, it really truly does. It's like what Esther Hicks called um, going down, flowing downstream, going with the flow. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I, I call, I, flow to me stands for feeling light, open, and wise. Feeling <laughs> light, good. open, and wise. And, and that's how it feels in your life. And no matter what situation, even ones that maybe have been traumatic in the past, once you shift them into opening, you just can't go back to feeling the constricted suffering self again because it's you know deeply in your soul it's not true when you try to go back you close again you just can't go back it's to me the real true meaning of faith versus hope it's this feeling in the body of flow and that's where the deep level of unshakable faith comes from now you say that the igs can actually help someone discover their passion and their purpose in life i mean that's something that everybody is is uh, concerned about from from young people even to older people trying to reinvent themselves how does how does that help well what i found is that this opening there's kind of two ways once you begin learning to use your igs you there's the normal way in relationship to your thoughts but then there's another expansion that comes from deep within that kind of comes you can physically feel it. It, it, it. it starts out with a small, like, budding, blooming feeling. And the blooming then comes up through you and moves you out into the world. And that's that purpose and that passion moment. Have you, have you ever, I, I, I know I, when I clean my house on a spring, sunny day, right, and the windows are open and my music is going, have you ever kind of, like, bounced around the house and you pick up this bit of laundry and then you wipe this down and you just have this flow that happens and all of a sudden you two hours later you look around and the place looks beautiful and and it was easy that feeling mm -hmm. that's that passion feeling just naturally coming so instead of finding your passion in it, in every moment when you stop one of the exercises i have people do is just stop there's a listening practice in the book drop into their listening which is a set point for using your igs and wait for that blooming expression to come up out of you as to what to do next and when you follow that blooming expression over and over again, your, your natural passion and desire is what gets expressed. I believe that our divinity leads us from our, through our passion and our desire. And that sometimes for some people in their family or culture, we get pushed away from those. Oh, you can't do that. It's too hard. Very few people make it in that. You know, all, they give us all these different reasons why we need to choose something other than, than this natural, youthful upwelling sensation. And then the other thing I've found is that I believe we have 100,000 purposes. And if we're listening to our IGS, we actually get the opportunity to live them all. It could be giving somebody a book that transforms their life. It could be taking an extra time to talk to a person behind the counter because they look down and you know, find out that, that their parent has Alzheimer's and you give them a story about your aunt and that there's a connection moment that they really needed because they were feeling alone in this experience to the bigger things of contributing to shifts and changes on the planet that are so incredibly necessary all along the way if you follow your opening 
you get to participate in all those things fully. And there's no part of you that holds back or resists those little moments of, of wanting to share or, or support or help because you know that that's part of your path because it's opening. Too often we are a bit self-centered and think uh, in terms of what is happening to us and for us. You had a wonderful story in your book about being uh, really pressed for time preparing for a trip. And you still had this really powerful feeling that you had to go to Pete's Coffee. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I, I was getting ready to leave for a two-week trip, business trip, and I had so much to do. I was very frustrated with my IGS, as, you, as you'll learn if you continue on with the work. It, you, you do fight with it sometimes. Um, and, uh, but I decided it kept bugging me, and I went to Pete's Coffee, and I was sitting there, got my coffee, and I thought, okay, I'm leaving. And as I went to leave, I closed, and I was like, oh. Darn it! What? What do you want? I have things to do. You know, <laughs> so I sat down. <laughs> um, it's very human. I sat down, and I this woman started talking to me next to me, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm here to talk to her." Closed. Okay, so I'm just sitting there waiting, and all of a sudden, a friend that lived 20 miles away came walking across the street. She was a very unusual-looking person um, in the way that she dressed in the Bay Area, and I walked over and I said hi, what are you doing over here? And she said, I have just graduated school to, and working with child psychology. And I have this place that I'm interviewing for today, which actually is the whole reason I went to school in the first place. And I'm so excited my interviews today. And, I, and she gave me all this amazing stuff about this place and their programs and why she wanted to, I, I get touched every time I think of this, why she wanted to be a part of them. And the woman I was talking to turned around and said, I'm the one interviewing you today. <laughs> So she got to, you know, unabashedly hear uh-huh. this expression from this woman of this deep passion and longing to work for her her community uh, organization. Uh-huh. And I gave her my seat and I opened it leaving. And it was like, who knows what would have happened? I believe that that really, she got the job. But who knows what would have happened had it been different, you right, know? Right. And um, yeah, and she actually went on to manage that center and become a large part of many, many children's lives. And so those little tiny things that if we listen, we get to participate in that makes life so important and worth living. Oh, hear, hear. Well, stay with us and we'll be back after our final break speaking with Zenda Brook. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Do you want to be a better communicator? Do you want to better connect with the important people in your life? Do you want to enrich your relationships? If so, join me, Matthew Cooper, on the Positive Control System Show every Wednesday evening at 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Ohm Times Radio. I'll meet you there. 
Matt Connerton here. Join Jen Coffey and I twice a week for Matt Connerton Unleash, a political talk show that's a little different than what you're used to. No liberal or conservative agenda here, just an honest dialogue about truth and how things really work in the world of politics. Matt Connerton Unleash, every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern on OM Times Radio. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of OM Times Media one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of OM Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. The cutting edge of conscious radio. OM Times Radio. IOM FM. Inner GPS. Zen, um... I think this would be a good time to tell people how they learn more about you. What's your website? Oh, thank you. Um, yourinnergps.org. It's your, Y-O-U-R, inner, I-N-N-E-R, G-P-S, as in the car, .org. And there I have, uh, you can sign up for my email list. You can feel your IGS for yourself. I have a video that walks you through the exercise of how to actually physically feel this so you can get in touch with it. And then um, there's a free video tutorial that gets you going using it. Um, it follows along with some of the practices in the book. And then the book has another uh, 10 practices in it. I, I highly recommend the book, Your Inner GPS, which is on Amazon as well as in bookstores in the U.S. Very good. So <laughs> <laughs> um, you went from being a dot-com entrepreneur to... A coach, are you doing this full time or do you still have your fingers in other entrepreneurial pies? I do this full time. I have um, a series of, series of courses that I teach, um, both home study over the internet for people all around the world, and I also do live courses here in the United States at this time. I do take on some coaching clients, um, but mostly I work with students because the programs themselves come with group coaching. And so mostly I work with students and teaching people how to do this. And yes, it's full time. <laughs> I got a big mission I'm, try I'm, I'm on right now. You do sound like you are very mission driven. What do you see in your heart of hearts as the potential if everyone or even a significant portion of the population were able to connect with their inner GPS? I see such extraordinary transformation in people who do this work. Um, I myself have been powerfully transformed. I had a gentleman that I coached with. His name was Van Jones. He's a, a black leader here. And he, I coached him when he went from his uh, nonprofit organization into the Obama White House under the Green Jobs Movement. And in our third or fourth session coaching and working together, we were talking about um, what he wanted to accomplish with inner city youth. And as we were talking, he stopped me and said, oh, I have to stop you. I, I need you to deal with something. And I, before we go any further, you have to, we have to address it. And I said, what? And he says, you're a racist. And I was so shocked because it's not something I was ever raised with or anything. And I, my mind immediately said, no, I'm not. And my IGS closed so deeply. Remember that compass closes. And and I couldn't see it. It was just a, a, a stereotypical way in which I was dealing with and thinking with inner city youth and the problems that they face and, and so forth. And I looked at him and I said, 
I just thought I do, I'm not a racist and I closed, which means that there is something to this and that I need to explore it. And I opened and he looked at me with a shock on his face and I was teaching him how to use this internal guidance system. And he said, if every person could have a moment of awareness like that and be immediately open to figuring out what is true, we wouldn't have this in our lives much longer at all at any level. And so I see many of the world's problems that are out there are coming from humans who are feeling closed, misunderstanding what that sensation in their body is feeling like. And I've, I can actually see them and feel them on TV fighting for their closing thoughts, fighting from that place of closing. And it becomes more violent and more painful because the deeper and more wrong the thought is and out of alignment, the deeper the closing is. But when you don't understand that that closing means you're off track and moving away from what's going to create harmony and happiness and health, you don't have any out. So you're in the pain. You can't get out of it. And then you're fighting to try and change something and it'll never work. I see if we each take responsibility for our own minds and we are consistently using this inner compass to align towards what's going to create harmony and happiness and truth in our lives, I see a, such a fast change happening. It happens so quickly for people. It's instantaneous almost, the awareness shift that, and, and no ability to return to the old way of being. So for me, I would like to have as many people using this as possible, one, because it feels amazing and you're empowered and it's such a rich, beautiful life to live. And two, because what could transform things on this planet is needing to be quick and fast and instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm on this mission, because it works. It works. It really is helping people uh, be the change that they want to see in the world, as you quoted in your book. Yes, yeah. it does. So yeah. um, now, have you come across uh, people who are not able to feel this? Well, the basic exercise that I give, it works for a, probably 85 to 90% of people who, who do it. Then it, it, because we're dealing with the mind, you can't, I can't find one initial exercise to have everyone feel it or to guarantee that everyone isn't thinking about picking their kids up what they're going to have for dinner because the IGS is always working on what you're thinking. Um, but what I can say is I've never had anyone go through the practices that I teach and the, all the main ones are in the book um, and not get to the end and be using their internal guidance system on a regular basis daily. I mean, you know, throughout their day they'll feel it and they'll like recorrect autocorrect into a different direction. So no, everyone has been able to do it. I've never had anyone not be able to, if they take the time to just, and the practices are in succession. So there are little baby steps. I call it the Miyagi approach from the karate kid, Mr. <laughs> Miyagi. <laughs> Go wax on, wax off. You don't mm -hmm. know why I'm having you do something. And then the next thing you know, you're a proficient at something and you're like, wow, look what I can do. So it's, I do it that way. So the mind can't get involved. The body just takes it forward for you. And then all of a sudden you look back and go, wow, I'm doing it. That's, that's the way I teach it. So nope, everybody's able to learn it and do it. Although I suppose if um, you already had your own system like dowsing or body dowsing that you could use the general approach that has been outlined by Zen in her book uh, and really get some fine results because as we, we've been discussing throughout the interview, um, the subtlety of 
just understanding that when you get a close sensation, this is not the right path. And when you and, and it invites you to keep on searching until you do find the right something that opens you up. So the, just the whole process is is really um, very, very worthwhile. So I, I really do recommend. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. All the practices about the mind are for sure good for anyone at any level doing anything. <laughs> they will help you become more mindful. I do have one little question, which is, is the IGS always right? Yes, I have found that the IGS is always right. When it appears to not be right, which it does happen occasionally, in the end, when if you go through the whole thing, the, the whole situation, in the end, I've never had someone say that it was wrong. I've So, for instance, I've had people put in, um, a bid in on a house that was opening to them and not get the bid and come back and say, wait, I didn't get the house, but I opened. Mm -hmm. And then... The, but if they hadn't bid on that house, then the real estate agent would, there's like this whole series of things that happened. Then the real estate agent wouldn't have offered this other situation that came up, which then ended up in the house that they were supposed to be in. And the two situations of the houses were almost identical, but there was one missing element that was important, like a, a, an extra office that was necessary that they were just going to give up on. Mm -hmm. So, and they come back and say, no, we ended up getting the right house in the end. And if we hadn't bidded, it wouldn't have actually come out to be like, it has. So overall, um, I've never seen it to not be correct in the end. So it really does take the very long view. Uh, yes. Sometimes, not all the time. Yeah. Like me sitting in the airport, I'll tell you what, I really thought, we, you know, that I was a little crazy for sitting there all by myself with my boyfriend at the time who was looking at me going, I'm open too, but this is silly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so, and then we both were on the plane, um, you know, having champagne and congratulating ourselves for sticking it out. That's a wonderful story. Do you, do you have another wonderful story to take us out to the end of the show? Yeah, you know, this is a, a really great one. Um, I had a, a woman who was trying to book a flight to go home or to go to on a business trip and she kept closing. And she was trying to put a few days before into it to see family and she closed. So she decided to try and put a few days after it to see family and she opened. And it was during that time period that she got to have, see her niece be born. Uh -huh. If she had come before the trip, she would have missed the baby being born. And because her IGS guided her to be four days after, she got to be there. And there's those little moments where you just, you just, you wouldn't know that. You, there's no way you could know that mm. that's how it would turn out. But your IGS is looking out. I think the biggest thing that I love is that your IGS is looking out for big stuff and little stuff. I'm so sorry about my phone. Um, <laughs> Big stuff and little stuff happening in your life. And it, it, it takes into account everything, including when you need to take a nap or take a break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a wonderful tool for living. And uh, remind us again, Zen, what is the best website? You also have a personal website. Is, is that uh, something that I you... Do. Yeah, zeninamoment.com. I post blog posts there and 
um, stuff about the internal guidance system, but also musings that I have. Zeninamoment.com is another place. You can still find the exercise and the video training there, but also some of my musings on, on health and relationships and uh, mindsets that create opening. Uh, I, I visited it today and I tried the exercise. It was very interesting. So highly recommended. Zen, I want to thank you so much for being with us today and for writing this wonderful book. I think it should get all of the success that it really deserves. Thank you. and Thank you, Miriam. It's been great having you. And thank you for listening. And please join us next week. And we'll be back with another wonderful guest. Until then, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Many blessings. Goodbye. <laughs>